This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, February the 8th, 2016. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Arizona time to 10 a.m. We're so happy you're with us this morning. All our friends, our, 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 our loyal listeners, and why do you listen? Well, number one, we have great products to offer in gold and silver, legal, lawful, tender, and you can do so by, I mean, hey, you want to buy some? You want to sell some? Give Wendy a call at one 800 592 She's so nice. She's so sweet. She'll talk to you, talk to you, and just help you either buy or sell whatever you're looking for. Or go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, but you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable, where we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you by the owner and CEO. My name's Homer Lopez. I'm here to introduce him. And he's the guy who puts the money behind the show. He's the guy who puts all of his time and energy to research and really bring you economics with attitude. Joe, how are you this Monday morning? I'll tell you what, your eyes are red. Yeah, I'm a little under the weather. Uh, I can see it, man. Been fighting the good fight. How about those Broncos? Oh, my gosh. That was such a surprising game to me. Broncos' defense was Awesome. Vaughn Miller, when he's going to tackle him or sack him, and he almost takes the ball out of his hand, right? And they fumbled it. Fumbled it. He got the touchdown there. I, I was like, he blasted through a guy who was six foot seven, eight, three hundred and eighty pounds, and he knocked the guy. Uh, and then they get Cam Newton, who's a big man. He's a big man. It was such. A, I was. I will just tell you, I was surprised that they. Handle. They showed the the draft. Do you know that those two, Cam Newton, the quarterback for the Panthers, and Vaughn Miller were drafted one and two? I did not realize yeah. that. Yeah, I did dra- not realize same that. draft, Patrick Peterson, he was the fifth pick in that draft. You know, what was also surprising, you know, these guys are very wealthy out there on the field. They make some great money, okay? I'm talking big. They're rich. I guess, you know, not... You know, not Donald Trump rip, but they're rich, right? Yeah, they're millionaires. Okay, so so they paid a big tax for that game being in California. <laughs> yeah, they did. But you know what? It was interesting. I, afterwards, they interview anybody. Is Peyton going to retire? Yeah, did that you, is the question. Did you see? And, and when you're rich, you can act any way you want. Apparently, did you see how Cam Newton handled it? I didn't. Com- I was under the weather when that game was over. There I was, wasn't much to see because he sat there and pouted until he said, "I don't know what you guys want." Got up and walked away from the mic. I thought it was fascinating. That, you know, here's a guy who's dabbing and happy. Boy, but when he well, you want to talk about sour grapes and sore loser. Wow! And then, of course, the Ricky Fowler oh. heartbreak at the open. I, I don't know about everybody else, and I'm not a huge Ricky Fowler fan, but I am now. I like the kid. Right? I, I like, like the He embraces the party atmosphere that is the... The uh, Phoenix Open. He's a fan favorite here. And I'm going to tell you, oh, that was tough to watch. It really felt bad. They went into three? I think it was the fourth hole. The same hole. They played 17. He was winning this tournament. And they were going to the 17th hole. And you can drive the green on this par four. I saw this show. And he hit it over and went in the water, dropped the two strokes to force the playoff. Then on the fourth playoff hole, it was that same hole again. 
and he tried to lay up and hit it into the water, and there you go. It was lost. over. There it you was go. Over. That, that's our sport. Well, you know what? All that being said, did you see how gold rallied over the weekend? You say this all the time. You go to bed on Friday. You, 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 you do your thing over the weekend. You come into work on Monday morning, and to my surprise, gold is up Not almost. Much, right. Not my surprise. Maybe to other people's surprises. When we got off the show Friday, right as I was closing, I told everybody I've got a feeling that gold's going to make a big move, in, and mostly because... Friday they tried to to take some profits down. Uh, gold was down early. By the time we got on the show, gold had come all the way back. And then on Friday after gold closed, gold moved up about fifteen dollars. Uh, today this morning it's up again. Right now gold's up thirty eight dollars from the close on Friday. Eleven hundred. $96. Silver's up almost 60 cents, $15.35. The Dow is down 360 points. And all kinds of different news that we can talk about. The, the, the biggest probably being there's problems in the banking system again. We told you all along. They never fixed anything. And now we're starting to see cracks led by the European banks. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, all of a sudden now, a bunch of bunch of analysts talking about the death spiral that the entire world seems to be in. You know, and I kind of liken it to the, when you flush the toilet, you're just in the... The, the swirl. The swirl of it all. Sure. And we're in this swirl of debt. And, and we're going to talk all about that. And then we're also going to break down, where's gold going? Where's silver going? And I'm going to lay out the case of why it's a very easy jump from 1200 to 1800 And, you know, that's a big move. That's a 600-point move. We're going to talk about that as well. And then maybe the news that disturbs me the most came out of Ford over the weekend. Uh, Ford has let it be known, hey, we're getting ready to get out of America and uh, we're going to be moving to Mexico. Ford, Ford Motor Company is going to build new assembly plants in Mexico and sharply increase factory output from that, cor- uh, from that country, representing the latest shift in investment by a Detroit automaker following the signing of a costly new labor deal. Hey, listen, if we can't pay... Factory workers, $10 an hour. We got no interest in building any type of cars in America. Ford will build new assembly complex in San Luis and expand its existing factory near Mexico City. It'll make room for several models, including the yet-to-be-disclosed hybrid vehicle. They're calling it the Prius Fighter. <laughs> they can no longer say American-made. I think falling oil prices took care of the Prius Fighter. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. I got a question before you go into, uh, I can see you're prepared to deliver oh, yes. a, a rant here. But is 
Janet Yellen failing? Where is she? You know, we I was having a conversation during the Super Bowl with some senior, uh, mature individuals that are going, I need to diversify my money. I don't like what's happening right now in the market. People are really... People really are getting nervous, nervous again. Dow's are... down 400 points now. Now gold's up 40 uh, this morning. The Federal Reserve really missing it. And, and you can see because they're dead silent. Well, they're, you know, they're blaming this raising the rate... You know, obviously. Well, that was a huge mistake. That, that was, was just another a swing one of those. And a myth, but whose call was it to do it? Janet Yellen. And and you look at really what's happening, and and they wanted, they thought they could sneak one by. Right? We're gonna we're gonna pretend like we fixed it, and then hope nobody noticed it. But we're in this thing now, and I'll just call it what it is. Whether you want to call it. Some people are trying to call it disinflation, deflation, whatever word you want to put on it. This is what happens when you start just drowning the world in debt. Right? You have you suffer through inflation and then you go through the deflationary cycle where no matter what the price is, nobody wants it. And you look at all the debt blowouts. Uh, I just saw a headline, Chesapeake Energy. They're huge. Just hired bankruptcy lawyers. You don't hire bankruptcy lawyers unless it's that bad. Cushing, Oklahoma. Now, Cushing, Oklahoma is a town in the middle of nowhere. It really, truly is. But this is where the majority of the United States oil gets stored. They they turn that, that town, Cushing, Oklahoma, into the oil storage capital of the world. We are producing so much excess oil. Well, we're, we're producing a lot of oil, but we still insist on importing 9 million, 10 million barrels of oil a day that Cushing, Oklahoma, as of this morning, we're within 30 days this is what I was told, 30 days before there's no more room. Just surplus. Just, it's full. It's full. Then what do you do? I, what do you do with it? Then you start looking here. Let me just give you, you know, we, we you don't think you fall for things over and over and over again. You know, the NASDAQ, which is just getting obliterated, down 124 more points, down to 4,200, and I think about when, you know, we crossed the millennial, and Alan Greenspan was talking a rational exuberance, the NASDAQ was at 5,200, and of course it all collapsed, and you didn't think you'd fall for it again. Stocks below their 52-week high. Twitter, down 70%. Groupon, down 70%. Fitbit down 70%. Yelp down 65%. LinkedIn down 60%. Box down 50%. Yahoo down 39%. This is all before today. Netflix, right? Remember? The whole economy was Chipotle and Netflix. (laughs) 
The Darlings of the Wall darlings Street. The Darlings of Wall Street. Netflix down 37%. We had a baker friend tell us, if you own Netflix, yeah, you wanted to get out of it. Yeah. Right? We did, yeah, we did right. didn't we? Going, what? They're the Darlings of Wall Street. And they're, apparently they're, what they owe, what's coming up and what they owe is in the trillion. Yeah, the cash burn and all the money they've been spending, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But where is, where's gold heading? It looks north to I me. Mean, right. Well, and obviously as we look through what's happened, the, the latest big resistance number to fall was 1181. That fell uh, today. And not right now, gold's bumping right up here. I mean, it's within a whisper here of $1,200. But as I put together, you know, gold touched $1,900 in 2011 and went all the way down to 1050 And you start thinking about why 1050 and and I really thought a thousand eighty was going to be the bottom, and 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 maybe that was naive on my part. But we're going to break down here in the next little bit here the whole moving gold, and we're going to go all the way back to when the central banks declared gold dead. The central banks declared gold dead when the Bank of England came out and announced they were selling all of their gold. Well, most of it. And gold was dead. You no longer needed it. We lived in a new world of fiat paper. And central banks, they were so good at controlling the entire world. You didn't need some archaic relic like gold anymore. And they sold it, and they told everybody they were going to sell it. Like, normally, if you're going to sell something, you want to do it quietly, especially if you have a a big position, because you want to get the best price for it. Of course, by the time that the Bank of England, it just tells you how dumb these bankers really are. You know, they made the announcement, the price went all the way down to $250. We rolled over... Uh, the millennial, the NASDAQ bubble had just popped, right? Then we had 9-11 and the president coming out on TV telling everybody to go to Disneyland. And gold went on a run. It went all the way to $700. At $700, we were right, we were moving in this place. 2005, gold went from $700 all the way down to about 400 bucks. From $400, it went all the way to 1050 Of course, there's that 1050 number. And actually, it was 1054 That was the, the top. And it took out that old high of 850 that was set in the uh, early 80s because of hyperinflation. From 1,050, it went all the way back down to 700, which just so happened to be the previous high. From 700, it ran all the way to 1,900. 
from 1900 it went all the way back to where to the previous high the 1050 from 1050 we're now sitting here at 1190 some odd dollars almost $1200 to the ounce and and I want to lay how it got there how did it go from 1900 to 1050 and believe it or not most of the damage that was done was done in a very short amount of time but this is what happened and this is really the same can be said for wall street the same can be said for your stocks your bonds your commodity prices usually all the moves higher or lower are done in short periods. And so you're either in or you're out. From September 2011, on the 21st of September, now gold had already hit 1900. It was trading at $1,793. One day later, it was at 1722. The day after that, it was $1,689. That was a Friday. By the close of Monday, which was September the 25th, gold was all the way down to $1,598. So in the, four, in the course of four trading days, Gold went from $1,793 to $1,598, $195 move. Fast forward all the way to April of 2013. So from, from September 2011 to April 2013, April the 11th, gold was $1,565. So you think about the rest of 2011, all of 2012, the first four months of 2013, gold was essentially flat, 1598, 1565. On April the 12th, gold was $1,535, so it was down $30. Then the weekend came. By the close on Monday, gold was $1,395, a $170 move in three trading days, and really most of it in one. Same thing in the, the September trading day. One day, each one of these two big moves had one day where gold was down $100 plus. Then in June of 2013, so gold went to, from 1565 to 1395 in three trading days in April. Then again in June, it went from 1391, and, it's, and in a matter of two days was $1,292. A hundred, another $99 move. Why are these important? All of these numbers. The bottoms and the tops 
represent all the resistance points for gold on its way back up. And here's the thing that you need to know is because of these big gaps where gold fell 100 or $200, there's not a lot of resistance back up. So I think we're getting ourselves ready to see the exact same thing play out again in reverse. Just like we saw today, really when you look at it, Friday, from Friday at about noon till about, I don't know, it was probably 5 or 6 o'clock this morning, gold moved 50 bucks. It moved $50 between those two brief periods of time. So right now, here's the new target we're looking at. We're looking at 1200 that 1290 range. Let's call it 1295 That's the new resistance target for gold. Gold closes above 1200 1295 If it breaks 1295 we're looking right at 1395 It breaks 1395 now we're looking somewhere north of fifteen hundred and sixty-five bucks. If it breaks through fifteen, let's call it sixteen hundred, it's going right to eighteen, seventeen ninety-three. If it breaks that number, it's going right back to its all-time high. Just that quickly. So when we see see this chart setting up and all the things that I keep telling you about. It's going to be quick move, big move. Because not only does the fundamental say it's going to be, but you got to remember everybody's desperate. And they're all going to funnel in and try to catch the wave. Patriot Radio News Hour halftime. We'll be back. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, once again, 800-951-0592. You know, sometimes it's be- you're better off just not saying anything. Yeah, keep it to yourself. You know, apparently Chesapeake Energy, we talked about how they had hired bankruptcy lawyers. They came out and said, we're not actively planning to seek bankruptcy protection. Their shares went down 50%. In a matter of hours, the shares are now halted. Whether you are planning to or not, it looks like Chesapeake may be the first of many of the... These these are big ones. Now, this isn't some little driller, some little energy play. Chesapeake, one of the large names in the energy industry, getting ready, it looks like, to be filing for bankruptcy protection. I have no idea what the effect will be as far as uh, employees. But this is going to be the start of massive write-downs. We've been talking about how the banks have been playing fast and loose with how much money they're going to need to set aside. Big article in the Wall Street Journal today, top top section of the business and finance, dire times, talking about European banks. Uh, You have Italy maybe the next. Italian bank spreads are blowing up. Uh, Italy's largest bank, Unicredit, looks like they're headed for trouble. 
Deutsche Bank, Credit Suisse, all trading well below where they were even during the crisis. And this thing that was contained, this thing that wasn't going to spread, sure looks like it's spreading. Sure looks like we've got more problems than we know to. Here's what I want to know. How old does oil, if, if what I heard was true, and people are saying Cushing, Oklahoma, is going to be full by the end of February. What does that do for us? Thirty dollars, twenty, ten? Where does it go? How bad is it going to be? Uh, Citigroup was out over the weekend, and maybe they listened to this show. You know, it kind of sounds like it is because they were talking about how the world economy seems to be trapped in a death spiral. Uh, there's the swirl again. You know, the swirl talk again, and talking about how the we seem to be stuck where we're, we're, we we had the big, I guess what I'll, I'll say is the, the tide went out, right? And we found out all the financial systems, and I mean all of them. Let's face it, banks, insurers, reinsurers, hedge funds, you name it. They were all swimming out there with no clothes on telling you everything was fine. Then they had their buddies at the central banks come in and rescue them. They even duped us once, didn't they? Right, didn't they get us? Wall Street's not going to open. Right, remember that cry? Right, we heard Jim Cramer. Remember his epigraph talking about how the central bank, they know nothing. He was right. They still know nothing. I find it fascinating right now that um, our our Wall Street and the numbers that are declining, yet our unemployment rate is so great. Right. Where, right. What, where, what's what, wrong? What, what's wrong? It's because those numbers are, are false. Everybody can see that. You know, Sesame Street. But, no, my, but, the, but, but the Fed can't. One of my favorite games on Sesame Street was, which one of these doesn't belong? You know, they had the four squares, Right. And, and three of them had a letter in it, and one of them had a number. Which one of these doesn't belong? And you look at, at the, the quote-unquote jobs numbers. You look at all the other stuff. Which one of these doesn't belong? Which one of these doesn't quite fit? And you know we're going to get it. We'll get it. It may not be this week. Next month, it, may, it probably won't even be next year. It'll probably be five years from now. They'll come out and say, "Oh, we had a little mistake in the data." Well, and here's here's one of the things to think about in the data. They they say that our our salaries went up, which they didn't. Well, they didn't. No, 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 no. They people. didn't. They didn't. What what's happened in all of the layoffs? What's happened in all of the layoffs is the lower paid employees were laid off. So what did that do? You had the higher paid, and the average pay went up. Right, and we had some, obviously, some minimum wage rises. What did you do this weekend? You went and saw a movie this weekend. I went and saw The Big Short. It was highly recommended by our our, our founder here, Eric, and I went and watched that, and fascinated. He was right, um, and I'm here to tell you, Wall Street, the Fed, they're all, I mean, if you think the fraudulent that you just the, the fraud that you discover in this movie 
It's amazing. And only one guy. What I did find out is this. If everything is factual in that movie, which they say it is, only one guy went to prison after all of that fraud. And I find it sickening. Sickening that our lawmakers, our people who are supposed to protect us, protected the evildoers that fraudulently got rich off of the housing market. Oh, my gosh, it is a fascinating movie, and I highly recommend it to all our listeners. So there you go. There's our, our uh, more even movie critics here as well. So there's our take on that. Go see The Big Short, because it really does. It's going to highlight to you what it is that we're trying to talk about here. And, and part of the reason why, you know, you go back and you think about the Founding Fathers, and you think about the foundation that they laid with the Constitution, and you think about how incredibly intelligent these men were. And one of the things that was so amazing is I love it when, when people, they, they only like to use the Constitution when it suits them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But yet nobody wants to talk about how one of the biggest things they, they warned about. And you look at all of the look at all the writings before. Because these men, let's face it, they, they did a lot of research and debate and they talk things through and they really they wrote because they wanted their views to be known and their biggest concern was the bankers that was their biggest concern when you talk about financially that was their main concern they wanted limited government they hated taxation and they did not believe in fiat money. Matter of fact, they even wrote about how it was going to ruin the nation. And here we sit. Are we on the precipice of it at all again? Where is Janet Yellen? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Pedro Radio Newsday, Homer, Joe Jaquin, Homer Lopez. We thank all of you for listening today, wherever that may be. Uh, I know in Denver, you know, Denver, we've been in that market longer than any market. My uncle started doing radio in Denver in the early 90s, before he even owned Patriot. Boy, he's been at it a while, hasn't he? A long time. He, he earned that retirement. And uh, congratulations to Bronco fan. Talking about getting yourself prepared. You know, you start looking around, and you really just, you need to look at it honestly. You know, we, we sit there, and you start thinking about all the things that we've been talking about, uh, all the exposure to the energy sector, and it's not just crude oil. All the wind and solar and battery technologies, natural gas, and obviously crude oil and all the exposure there. 
You look at the reliance that the whole world had become to the addiction of debt. You look at the bumbling of the central bankers. Listen, you know, I can't lay out a better case of why why you need to own some gold and silver. It's just insurance. It's all it is. What's it insurance for? Right? You know, you buy health insurance in case you get sick. Right? You have car insurance in case you get in an accident. And then, of course, you have wealth insurance in case We'll call, I guess, an accident, a coordinated event, whatever word you'd like to use against the currency that your country uses. In other words, it's insurance against the central bankers. In case their little plan doesn't quite work out. You know, you're sitting here and you start thinking about... How did we get to 15, you know, the Dow's now 15,800 points? The NASDAQ, 16, 17 years later, is 1,000 points below its all-time high. And then you start thinking about how important Wall Street really was to the lie. What did we give away for Wall Street? We gave away our jobs, right? We gave away the industrial production of an entire country. We gave it all away. Look at Ford still still giving it away. We're going to Mexico. All on the promise of economic prosperity. Right? Part of the reason why we did this, Alan Greenspan told us, the head central banker of his time, we don't want those jobs. Think about that. What country would you know come out on national television? Hey, we don't want those jobs. Why not? Since when is having jobs a bad thing. Right? Especially the jobs he said, which was building stuff. Now we got to listen to the CEO of Apple come out and tell us, hey, listen, yeah, we could build phones here, but the, the, the skill set doesn't exist. Then, of course, you had Ben Bernanke we played him last week right? when he was talking about the housing market. Oh, it's fine. Fine. It's all contained. Maybe it'll slow the economy down a little bit. Somewhat, I think was his word. Right now we go to Janet Yellen. Oh, the economy's great. We're going to go back to normalized rates. Everything's going to be wonderful. And here we sit, and I told you on this show, we're heading into recession. I was out there saying she shouldn't do it. Matter of fact, I didn't think they were. I, I mean, here's my, you know what? 
I've been doing this for 13 years, and their arrogance still escapes me. Up until about a week before they raised rates, I'm like, they're not going to do it. There's no way they can do it. Look at all the data I get. And I'm looking at all the data, and they got even more data than that. And I'm like, there's no way they can do it. They're just, they're just trying to pretend. They won't really do it. They're not that stupid. But they did. How do you like it so far? But this is why you put away gold. This is why you put away silver. Because, quite honestly, we already know. Fiat money doesn't work. It never has. Because the answer is always just print more of it. And eventually you print so much of it that it becomes worthless. And nobody wants it anymore. And then you replace it with something else. And this is where gold and silver come in. Because it doesn't matter. Inflation, deflation, disinflation, any Asian you can think about, gold does well. This is why for thousands of years, the only thing that has survived, the only thing that keeps you whole. There's a reason why our elected officials put a loophole into the gold market. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Monday, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number, or you can go out to allamericangold.com. The Dow is down 362 points. As disturbing news coming out, not only from the banking uh, industry, primarily European banks now hemorrhaging money again. Is it spreading Chesapeake Energy, trying to deny bankruptcy rumors? Their shares have been halted for a second time now, down 365 points on the Dow. The Nasdaq's down 120. The S&P down 43. Crude oil is lower. Gold's up $38 right now, $1,196. Silver's up $0.55, cents, $15.34. Today's special, U.S. $20 gold pieces, one through nine, $13.70. These are U.S. $20 pre-1933 legal, lawful, constitutional tender. And also what I call the loophole in gold, the only thing... Our government does not consider it to be gold bullion. One through nine, thirteen seventy. Ten through nineteen at thirteen sixty. And those of you with the means twenty or more at thirteen fifty. 
It's just a great, great idea. Such a small premium over spot, 800-951-0592. On the silver side, we have rolls of half dollars. One through four at 150, five through nine at 145, and if you want to buy 10 rolls or more at $140, I only have 40 rolls of half dollars, 800 951 put some away. All the platinum, for those of you that have been waiting on platinum, has shipped all the silver, the last of it. Uh, for those of you that were ordered in late January, all of that ships today. So we're all caught up here. Uh, give us a call. Place your order, 800-951-0592, as we continue to watch. What a fascinating, boy, this year has just been, you know, we're only, what, five weeks in? Start of the sixth week here. And all the activity that we have seen, all the blunders, you know, all the mistakes that our central bankers have made are just all shining through. I mean, everybody on Wall Street now wants to hear no rate hikes. They want to hear, let's go back to zero. They want more talk on negative rates. How bad is it that they're talking about turning the post office? We did this show Friday into a bank. How much trouble is the banking industry really in? Because that idea seems completely outrageous. I mean, does that make any sense at all? No. Why would not. You, I mean, the post, no one we think banks no one loses money like the post office. <laughs> right? Awesome. Why do we need to turn them into a bank? 800-951-0592. We'll be back tomorrow. Take care. Have a great day.